Hey friends, it's Jocelyn at jamminwithjocelyn.com, your certified life coach helping working moms create their ideal work-life balance so they can thrive at work, at home, and in life. You're listening to the Jammin' with Jocelyn podcast, the show for people who want to be inspired and live more joyfully and with awareness. I love having deep, soulful, and fun conversations about complex issues to deepen our self-awareness and compassion for ourselves and others. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, before we dive into today's episode, here's a quick announcement. Are you a working mom or someone who wants to integrate mindfulness into your day so you can be centered at work and home? Then grab your free mindfulness practices list, which gives you choices. It'll save you time from Googling different ways to practice mindfulness. Just grab the mindfulness practices list at jamminwithjocelyn.com or click the link at the bottom of the show notes. Alrighty, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jocelyn. And this one is super fun and intriguing for me because I have no idea about this topic. So this is going to be great because we have one of my friends, Kim Bass here on the episode, and we are going to be talking about color. Okay. And that that's all I'm going to give y'all. Okay. So you just stay tuned. <laughs> stay with us. Okay. So hello, Kim. Welcome to Jamming with Jocelyn podcast. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Would you like to just do a little intro to our audience about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Kim, and I know Jocelyn from a very special trying and refining season of motherhood. <laughs> yes. uh, it was when kids were so small, and we totally lacked sleep, and we started hanging out together a lot, and honestly, our friendship during that season was an absolute lifeline for me because oh, we here. all know motherhood was can be very trying, especially when your kids are very small. And so, yeah, that was a really special season for me to be able to share that with you. Um, I have been married for almost 15 years now and I mm-hmm. have, yeah, I have a kid in elementary school and then I also have one in middle school, which is like crazy to say. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I worked in HR for a few years after graduating from undergrad. And then I became a stay-at-home mom for 10 years. And then more recently, um, I started working for a virtual color analysis business called Created Colorful. I've been there for almost two years now and I am a content creator. So what I do there is I create and manage styling and clothing content for our blog. I help with providing resources and education for our clients. And then I also have my own Instagram page where I create off of that. Yeah. And her Instagram page is Kimstagram. Is that correct? Kimstagram. Yep. Kimstagram. And y- y'all should check that out. Go follow her because <laughs> I go on there and I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to say stalker, but like, what do you call those? You just, <laughs> you just go on there and like, what could I wear today? Because if y'all know me, I am a black gray kind of a gal. <laughs> I'm wearing gray. <laughs> I'm totally wearing gray right now. It's happy St. Patrick's Day when we're recording. And don't worry, I'm wearing green pants. You all can't okay, see good. it, but I, I'm wearing <laughs> green pants. So don't pinch me. <laughs> yes, thank you. Welcome to the show, Kim. And yeah, we met when it was, man, motherhood was hard. You know, everyone, when your kids are like five and under, it's crazy times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also fun. I do miss it. And I also don't miss it. But yes, so. Same. But we are here to talk about color 
analysis and color because I I asked him to be on the show because I am not a color person. <laughs> I know I am so intrigued just by the work that she's been doing on the content that she's been creating and the impact that she's been having. So um, I have so many questions for you, Kim. Like, yeah, go for, for it. For, first is like, how did you even land into like, you know, content creating f- with like co- created color? Just also like, I know just from you as our friendship, like you've always been stylish and I'm like uh, leggings and sweatshirt or a fleece, like what I'm wearing hey, right now. That's totally my jam too. <laughs> I'm jamming with Jocelyn and those leggings. Love that style. Yeah. So how did you even like get to like land into your interest of doing all that? Yeah, honestly, it was like an absolute God thing. Like Mm. we all know how the pandemic unfolded in 2020. And I want to say that that season hit people very differently. Mm -hmm. For me, I wasn't doing well at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Starting March of 2020, I was starting to really struggle with my mental health. Um, I was over consuming on the news. I was one of those people who Mm -hmm. checked New York Times, San Jose Mercury, like a bunch of news sources following the pandemic. And I got really paranoid, fearful, scared. And so I was starting to develop some really unhealthy habits, including like mild OCD tendencies, like using Clorox wipes to wipe down every surface of the house multiple times a day. Like it was just like really bad and unhealthy. And I felt like I was dragging my entire family down with my paranoia, my anxiety. And so, you know, in the, during the summertime of 2020, I knew that I needed to have some sort of outlet, but at the same time we were kind of stuck at home. So what could I really do? Right. And so, um, I decided, you know what I have always, it sounds silly, but I've always had it on my bucket list to start some sort of like fashion account on Instagram. It was something that I had Mm -hmm. wanted to do for a long time, but then, you know, everything happened and I became a mom and I was a frazzled mess. (laughs) And so I was like, who wants to see that? You know? Um, I just felt like I wasn't ready to put myself out there yet, but Mm -hmm. I just suddenly felt like I wanted to do it in June of 2020. So I, so I did it. I just opened up a new Instagram account and I started posting outfit ideas for fun. And I didn't know what was to come from it. You know, there's so many people on Instagram already doing what I was doing. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I, I'm a little too late to do this, but I'm just going to give it a shot anyway. And so I continued doing it and it was really fun. I was engaging with people I would have never crossed paths with Earthside yeah. because yeah. they lived in other parts of the world or, you know, even like in SoCal, you know, like, yeah. Um, so it was really great to meet people, to talk to them, to even like meet people outside of the Bay Area bubble. Yes, the Bay Area bubble. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that was fun. Um, And then one day, I was was wearing this mustard yellow dress that I had gotten from Target, and I was Mm -hmm. sharing about it on stories. I said, you know, I don't feel like this color really works for me, but I don't know why. Maybe because I'm warm tone as an Asian, because that's Mm -hmm. what I grew up knowing. Like, people told me, when you're Asian, you're warm tone. That's it. Yeah, no warm tone. Mm Mm-mm. That's yeah. why I don't have any clothes and warm toes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. And so I looked awful in this 
mustard yellow dress, but you know, mustard's a very popular color. It's been mm-hmm. a lot, of, like a lot of brands use it. Um, and a girl who became my friend, she messaged me and she was like, you know, Kim, you should really consider getting a color analysis done. And I had no idea what she was referring to. So I said, what is that? And she told me to start following Created Colorful's Instagram page. And I started following Lindsay and I was absolutely mind blown that something like this existed because I had never heard of it before. But apparently color analysis was a thing back in the 80s. Like it was very popular. Yeah, they did it more in person, but Lindsay's business does it virtually, which made it very accessible for someone like me who wasn't located where she was located in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I paid the fee. I went through the process of like draping different colors in front of me. And then Lindsay and her team color analyzed me from my photos. And I learned so much from my results. Because my whole life, I thought as a AAPI, mm-hmm. I'm warm toned, you know, like yellow, quote unquote, you know, like all yeah. these things yeah. like, uh-huh. um, and I found out that I was <laughs> cool toned. So it was a very mind blowing experience. And from there, I just started sharing my color journey on Instagram, I shifted my focus on my page to sharing more about that. Lindsay and her husband started following me on Instagram. And then one day I started talking to her and I was like, you know, if you ever want to hire like, or consider hiring someone to work remotely, like I am so interested in this and I would love to talk to you. And literally within a few minutes, Lindsay messaged me back and she was like, yeah, you want to talk tomorrow? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Divine timing. Divine timing. And so we hopped on a FaceTime and we totally hit it off. And she offered me a position right then and there the next day. And it was such a surreal experience and conversation. And I looking back now, I'm like, so grateful that she took a chance with me, you know, like she probably didn't even know who I really was. She just saw what I, what I posted on Instagram, but, um, it's been a whirlwind of an experience and I am just so thankful to be part of the team. I love, I just love hearing y'all. I know I've heard this, the journey, but like the details of the journey of like how it started. And I know that some of you who are listening to this, uh, episode can relate to the beginning of Kim's journey when the pandemic hit. Cause I can definitely relate to that. Like, and just you finding something to help you to, you know, like to kind of like switch your, your frame of like mindset and mental health. And just the fact that you're like, I'm going to choose something that I've always been wanting to do, but then also I'm choosing cause it's fun. Like mm-hmm. that. And even like recognizing like, yeah, the space of, you know, content creating for like, out different outfits can be saturated at the time you still did it like that's so inspiring right like that's totally yeah. inspiring and how everything's just kind of flowed together to where you are now like that's that's freaking cool like thank y'all you don't, y'all don't think that's freaking cool that's freaking cool it's called t- divine timing okay I talk about it a lot so I'm t- talking about it now <laughs> again but I'm I'm so curious so color analysis I am in the middle of the process of doing that too yeah, so, I was going to ask you, like, how far <laughs> are you in the process? Because I know you purchased a consult with us. I did purchase a consult. I did my first set of photos. I have to retake some of them. And the thing I'm finding is so interesting is like, as I'm putting on the colors, I'm like, oh, 
I didn't realize like this color kind of looks okay, but I don't choose that color normally because I don't have all the colors. So I'm perusing through my kids. <laughs> wardrobe yeah, too. That's, yeah. That's totally the way to do it. Cause they have way more colorful pieces than we do. Yeah. So you can get really creative with like, you know, items that you find around the house yes. to drape across you. So it's been fun to just find all the different colors and it's been interesting to take my pictures and just to see it first be- first myself before I send it over. So yeah. but I'm super excited because I'm like, I'm looking at my closet. And I was like, yeah, I really don't have much color. <laughs> okay, Jocelyn, I know that this, Jocelyn, I know this is your podcast, but I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Table turn. Table turn. <laughs> That's right. Now, as if you know, API first generation Asian yeah. American. Yep. Yep. How did you feel when you took those selfies and you were looking at makeup free Jocelyn on your camera roll? Like, what emotions oh were? Yeah. What What type of emotions did you feel in that moment? Well, do you get that a lot from your from your clients that you guys work with? Like. Okay. Yeah. So that was, um, hmm. I think the makeup free was kind of, it was like kind of hard just cause I've been trying to not wear as much makeup lately, but mm-hmm. then like, I think it was like, Oh, you can see all my freckles. You can see all these blemishes. So it was interesting. And I <laughs> I have to retake because you can't see my eyes so clearly because I didn't have such great lighting. So uh, like that's uh-huh. that's the part I was like, well then you can see more. So <laughs> I just- <laughs> you're like I was counting on those shadows. <laughs> so I it really brings up a lot of like like seeing your natural authentic self, right? Yeah. Like like that's you know I coach on that like living with living authentically but it really is like when you take your selfie without makeup you're just full natural self it brings up a lot of it can bring up a lot of emotion and a lot of like eh, like I can't um like the word of like nervousness or just like un like unsettledness because you're you know that someone else is going to see that picture yeah right and so that's that's what brought up brought up for me and then putting on all the colors it was like another emotion of like huh that's interesting like certain mm-hmm. colors I noticed was like oh this is this makes me feel good I don't know if it looks good but it makes you feel good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so like is that like I guess what have you noticed in working with color analysis for yourself like and yeah. then for the people that you work with like yeah I mean it was such an eye-opening experience for me. Like growing up as an AAPI, mm-hmm. I felt like I lived a very confusing life with conflicting values that were mm. passed down to me. Like yeah. I felt like I shouldn't be focusing so much on how I looked because it would come across as like vanity. Yeah. But then at the same time, my parents are always telling me like, you need to look put together. So it's like, okay, that's confusing. And then I also felt like growing up in a household where there was comparison, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there was comparison of like how you performed. Um, there was comparison on like how you looked or even your size and all of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was such a, a push and pull. So I felt like, okay, I know that 
you know, if you looked a certain way, it was glamorized. But then, you know, as API, we are often assumed to have like smaller eyes and like mm -hmm. all this other stuff. And so I didn't know how to view myself. And mm. I felt like I didn't grow up learning how to view myself in a very healthy way. Yeah. And yeah. so there was a lot of deconstructing that ended up happening from doing this color analysis, which I did not anticipate. You yeah. know, I think like I totally resonated with what you shared, like taking selfies, makeup free, felt so vulnerable. And mm -hmm. then the idea that people you don't even know are going to yes. be like... <laughs> Yeah. I was analyzing. like, who's gonna see these? <laughs> yes. And they're analyzing. I was they're like, oh, analyzing. Shoot. <laughs> I know. I know. It was like, okay, this is very vulnerable. And I feel nervous, you know. I felt very uncomfortable just even looking at my camera roll because how many the first of all, we don't take selfies very often. Mm -hmm. We take lots of pictures of other people, especially our kiddos. Yes. But seeing your own face without makeup, it's like, oh, how often did I do this in the past? Like never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> never. Never. Yes. And it brings up, it brings up like, I guess the thing like you're, like we're talking about is like self-love, right? Like, yes. because I, I know as an AAPI growing up in our culture, that was not something, a narrative that was taught to me yeah. or I experienced experienced I don't know not experienced but like yeah taught it wasn't something that I grew up in knowing for myself to love myself because yeah. it is it's like what you said it's like oh then it seems like you're very it, the vanity aspect you know like because in our culture it was all about humility right mm -hmm. like being humble so you know, not putting yourself first or like not putting a lot of attention on yourself so taking yeah. those selfies I was like it's like putting a lot of attention on yourself and yes. then sending it to someone else that's going to look at it. And I, and I, I know I've been like avoiding the retakes because I was like, eh, it's like resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But because it's not just one y'all it's like <laughs> a lot of pictures. Okay. Because like I've taken pictures of myself and put it on Instagram, but it's just one, but this mm -hmm. is like 20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with different mm -hmm. colors so it's like taking one versus multiple of yourself it does bring up a lot of like emotions and like narratives of like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah and you know what I remember writing in my survey I was like apologizing for my acne because the stress of the oh, pandemic oh. made me break out a lot Mm -hmm. and you would be surprised at how many clients would write in their survey comments some sort of apology for something that is like beautifully designed, you know, like freckles, for example, like there are clients oh. who apologize for having freckles and it's like, wait, why are we apologizing for something that we should, you know, it, it's a part of us, right? Yeah. It's part of our natural design. And so I feel like um, just seeing how um, our clients have really change their self perspectives, you know, I'm um, starting to embrace their natural designs more and just really enjoying um, like how they look and the colors that celebrate them oh, has been that. such a rewarding experience for our entire team. Cause that's what we're selling at the end of the day, right? Like, yes, we are 
teaching you what your best colors are, but really we want our clients to feel like, you know, that they deserve it. Like they deserve to feel good, that they deserve to feel worthy, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And they it like, it's just been incredible seeing just like the mental shift of a lot of our clients. So that's yeah. been very rewarding for us. Yeah. This is like, okay, I'm all about tools in your toolbox. Like this is another tool. No, it's like another tool to like, you know, foster that self-love, that self-acceptance, that like unapologetic, like this is who I am and being getting grounded into like who you're created to be. And this is just another tool to help you feel that way innately, because that's Mm -hmm. so interesting that like you guys receive like apologies of like how, you know, when you get those pictures of like, oh, sorry, I have so many freckles, like, or my moles, you know, like that's yeah. <laughs> or like, I have so many wrinkles and, mm-hmm. you know, using my jade roller to smooth out my skin, y'all, because, <laughs> you know, middle age is just, I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love how like these, you know, like color analysis can just help someone kind of get closer to, you know, loving themselves more mm-hmm. and being really feeling good about themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I love that. What else is yeah. like, I mean, tell me more about like, how, how is it that color does that? I find that so interesting. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, we are designed very differently. And mm-hmm. so there are people who are warm toned. There are people mm-hmm. who are cool toned. I did not know are, that. Yeah. There are people who have very neutral skin tone. So they can pull from a warm palette as well as a cool palette. Um, like there's just such a wide variety of s- undertones. And oh. for some of us, we even have overtones that are a little bit different than our undertones. Okay, wait, so- wait, 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 wait. Undertones versus over. <laughs> I'm like, woo. But I, I love know. learning. Okay, what do you mean by undertones and overtones? Because as as like someone listening, I'm like, what do you? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. So like for so for myself as a as an Asian, you know, like yeah. I uh, they I have learned that I have neutral cool undertones, you know. So what's okay. like what's within, you know? Uh-huh. Um. But then on the exterior, sometimes you would have a little bit of a warm overtone as an uh-huh. Asian. So it's like a mix. Oh. Um, your yeah, your complexion can have a combination of that. Oh. And so that's why makeup sometimes can be very tricky because in the makeup industry, they yeah. um uh, they cater it towards like those with warmer over undertones. Oh. And so oftentimes, you know, when I'm trying to get color matched at a store, mm-hmm. they color match me with a color that ends up looking orangey mm-hmm. on me. Because it's clashing against my cool undertones. And so, oh, interesting. yeah, so as someone who is neutral, cool um, in undertones, I also learned that I have like, I'm like medium depth and saturation. There's like so many different parts to this color analysis uh-huh. world, but like really bold and bright colors can wash me out. But then really pastel-y light colors can also fade me. So my sweet spot is in the middle where my colors are on the cooler side, but they're not overly bright and they're not like uh pastel-y. Oh, wow. And so when you wear colors that really honor your natural design, um, it directs all the attention to you. And I think 
you know, sometimes when you come across like a photo of someone wearing something um, that clashes with them a little bit, like it directs our attention to what they're wearing and we're distracted by that. But when we wear a color that really complements us, the directed attention goes to you. So. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, that just blew my mind because I was like, oh, yeah. I, I noticed that too when I'm looking at pictures of people like on social media. I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's such a cool outfit. Or like, but then when it does match where it looks good on them, I, I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, they, they look so. Amazing. Yeah. It just looks yeah. different. Like everything yeah. just goes together. Goes together and flows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thought that I that came up to me as you were talking about like, do I wanna bring that attention to myself? (laughs) I know that That brings up a that's another thing. Do you get that? That Do you guys oh okay? Yeah, we totally get that, especially from clients who end up getting matched with a brighter palette. Um they get nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my, oh my, like these colors are really bright. I don't want to draw attention to myself. And so we tell people like, you know, this is a tool that you can, you can pick and choose how you want to utilize your palette. Um, You can start small, you know, you don't have to do like a full closet overhaul when you get your best colors. Instead, you can start really slow. You can get a pair of statement earrings that are in one of your brighter colors. You can get like a neck scarf. Like there's a lot of different ways to um, integrate your best colors into your wardrobe without like completely stripping your overhauling and and starting over again. Uh Um, And I would say that, gosh, like I would say most of our clients have really started to appreciate their colors and enjoy wearing them. And it's been so fun seeing the level of joy that they experience when they Uh wear some of their knockout colors. Um, Yeah. It's just been really fun to see that. Why do you think that colors and clothes do that for us? Like, okay. So I was very neutral for a very long time. It was kind of like, that's why we're, that's why we were friends (laughs) y'all. We wore the same thing. We We wore the same. We we showed up to the play dates with the same leggings. Do you remember (laughs) the black leggings and like the striped shirt and a gray cardigan like that was, or we would go with like, sometimes we would go with like the soft muted olive green, like jacket to change Uh it up with our white sneakers. Like we literally were twinning for like 10 years (laughs) being stay at home. (laughs) But part of it came from just culture, you know, like Mm -hmm. the fashion culture, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's cool to wear muted. Like, Okay, you know, like Mm -hmm. fashion retailers were selling muted uh, colors and it was very neutral. But when we, you know, looking back now, I was thinking, gosh, some of these colors did not make me look good. Like I just looked more tired. Yeah, I looked more like faded and just, I don't know, just kind of. You know, it was kind of a reflection of like where I was, honestly. Like oh, I was just kind of that's... bleh, you know, about mm-hmm. life and mm-hmm. tired, and I just didn't want to invest in myself. Ooh, yeah. And I think right. And mm-hmm. so since getting my colors done, I have been more conscious of the colors that I wear, only because I'm learning that I deserve to feel good in my clothing 
and to wear colors that really celebrate who I am and my natural design, I feel like has been like a very liberating and freeing experience and something where I'm learning like, oh, I deserve to feel good. And I feel like when you start wearing colors that really celebrate you, like you feel it on the inside, you know, and you start to realize like, oh, like it's okay to feel good about yourself. It's not a selfish thing. It's not vain, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I, and have, and you know, we have daughters. Mm -hmm. And so we desire certain things for our girls. Like, you know, we want them to be confident. We thought we want them to love them for who they are. We don't want them to, you know, to strive to look like others Yeah, or, you know, stuff like that. But if we desire that for our girls, we need yeah. to do that for ourselves. ourselves. We have to model that. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like besides this impacting me, um, I've been able to just really impact my daughter as well. And for her to see like, oh, wow, mom feels good. Like, in you know, in in what she's wearing today, but also she's feeling confident and she's feeling happy. And I'm glad that she's able to see that because I got to say, like, I wasn't like that before. Like I was, I don't know. I just felt like I was very self-conscious and, um, you know, nervous of like how others viewed me. Oh my God. So so, yeah, same here. Right. This is why, this is why we were friends too. (laughs) I was like, you know, this is real talk. Everyone welcome. This is Jamie Jocelyn. We're, We're talking about soulful, deep, inspiring conversations. So that is like, like, I love how you said, like, I deserve, I deserve to feel good. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I mean, that's the whole concept of like, like with your daughter, right. With our daughters, it's like, we need to, we need to feel good about Mm -hmm. ourselves and we need to give ourselves permission to feel good. And we deserve that on the inside and the outside. Right. And that you know, naturally extends out energetically to our kids. Not only do they see that, but they can feel it, mm-hmm. right? Like when we were, when my kids were young, like when mommy was cranky, everyone's cranky. Yes. <laughs> so it was the energy, right? Yep. And man, those years were hard and they were fun. But like, it's this, it's this idea. I mean, this not an idea. It's a real thing, y'all. But like, when you use these tools, like color analysis, it's like, find the tools that will work for you to help you feel good because mm-hmm. that's going to change the world. Like, I mean, I, I, I will have to say like me deciding to purchase a co- color consult. I went through this narrative. I'm going to get you guys into my head here. It was like, Oh, do I deserve this? Oh, should I, should I really, you know, you know, pay the money for this. I don't know if I need this. That that literally was the conversation of whether I deserved it or not, because it's like, do I need it? Is that something that I, you know, deserve, but I really wanted it. But then my ego was like, or my inner critic was like, you sure you really need that? You don't really need that. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want it. It was like, I was having a little tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> But but at that point, it was like, no, I deserve it. I get to celebrate myself Mm -hmm. and and get and get another tool to help myself feel better in a way that I don't usually like close. Like I used to be a shopaholic, y'all. Okay, but now I've become like 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have. You're a minimalist. Time. I'm a I minimalist. I'm a. I. Mm-hmm. I just don't have energy, but I do want to feel good in my clothes, and I keep wearing the same thing over and over. <laughs> so- yeah, but you know what? Even as a minimalist, at least now you know how to streamline your closet so yes. that instead of buying things that you know don't celebrate your natural design, you can now focus on like adding pieces slowly into your closet. But you know that those are colors that you absolutely rock. Yeah, you actually rock and then it mm-hmm. makes you feel good and you love versus like buying something and you're like, this looks cool right now, maybe, but really it's like a long, like you're looking at the bigger picture. And yeah. like I love how you keep on saying like honoring your design, like mm-hmm. honor, like who you are that you were created to be like as an API person, like that's, I think coming from cultural conditioning it's it's a big thing to like kind of over work through not overcome just yeah. work through is yeah. like honoring our just our design and and who we are as api women and mm-hmm. so that's that's huge and i think that's really amazing how like created colorful offers that to you know women of color mm-hmm. and i think that's you know, I didn't know about this until I saw you. I was like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I want to feel good. I want to look good like Kim. <laughs> Kim needs to style me. <laughs> you know, um, something cool about color analysis, too, is that, you know, we're not telling anyone to dress a certain way or you need to follow these fashion trends. It's like you get to choose how you want to dress and you get yeah. to buy styles that celebrate you, you know, and we're, we're just giving you the colors, you know, to help you in those, in those decisions as you make them. And so I feel like it's so nice and freeing, especially for me to not have to like follow fashion trends. I feel like it's really helped me slow down a lot on shopping. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, say yeah. more. Yeah, say more about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, or even the desire to fit into the mold. I mm. think, you know, just growing up here in America where I felt like I constantly had to fit myself into some sort of mold, but I didn't feel like I fully belonged. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that is like the common struggle of first generation Asian Americans is that mm-hmm. we don't feel like we fully belong here. Yeah. And when we go back to our um, you know, to where we came, like to our family's um, origin, yes. you know, like when I go back to Hong Kong, for yeah. example, I definitely don't feel like I belong there. Yeah. It's like, where do we feel like we fully belong? Right. And so I think mm-hmm. there was a lot of deconstructing, but also a lot of um, like self-acceptance, like, you know, um, for the first time ever, I'm feeling like, like, I'm okay with where I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to try to fit myself um, so that, you know, I am accepted everywhere. But it's like, you know, it's okay. Like, I'm all right where I am. You know, I know this has gotten way deeper. Hey, this is this is good. No, it really is like, but that's see, that's the beauty of like, like you said, color analysis is a tool that leads you that that opens you to a deeper sense of belonging to yourself. Yes. Like this is like, that's the amazing thing about like, you know, y'all like the first thing I, when I heard about color analysis is like, Oh, this is fun. 
But honestly, I was like, there's something deeper here. And that's why I asked Kim on this on this podcast, because I'm like, what is this? There's there. I could sense there's something more beyond mm-hmm. just the fun aspect of getting the colors that match you. Like you you just touched upon it. it like it helps you feel like you belong to yourself first. That's mm-hmm. like the most important thing. And like, I think even though like I talk about it a lot as a coach, I still have to practice that like taking those pictures is like really putting myself in the center of feeling like I belong to myself Mm. because like as an AAPI person, you know, and as a, as a woman, I, you know, identify as a woman, like it is, it is hard as a first gen, you know, Mm -hmm. immigrant, like finding where do you fit and where do you belong and spending these four decades y'all can calculate how old I am now (laughs) like four decades of like trying to belong Mm -hmm. and now realizing oh I just need to belong to myself Mm -hmm. you know and that's and nothing against my parents and how I grew up and our culture it's just like if this is this is a season where I feel like our generation our first generation is learning that of like oh, we can belong to ourselves and we can create our own. Like, yeah, I'm right? getting emotional. Oh, like, y'all, okay. I'm getting y'all, here. This is cool, man. <laughs> How, you know, hey, who knew? We know where we start in Jam with Jocelyn podcast. We don't know where we're going to go, but it goes really something really great. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think like it's the constant reminder that we deserve to feel this way. Yeah, and like our, our longing for this is not selfish. No, you know, it's not a waste of time. It's like, no, we, it is okay to pursue yeah. after this of like the, the belonging to self, the, the self-acceptance, the self-love, like it's okay, you know, to, to strive for these things. And that was just something that wasn't a part of our households growing up. And so it's kind of exciting, actually, that we're, we're changing the tide a bit, honestly, in how we um, are doing things. And I hope that we will leave a lasting um, change to the generations um, after us. Yeah, I feel feel like that's gonna I feel like that is because it's like what you said earlier. It's like you are doing, you are giving yourself permission to to feel good inside, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and through your color is in, in, and clothing and your daughter is seeing that, like, that's, that's the change. It's like, mm-hmm. are the generation, you know, below, you know, below us younger than us, it's like, they're noticing that. And, but it takes us to do that, like, you know, to do that first and to yeah. show that. Right. And so, I mean, that's so cool. Like, I mean, how cool is that? Color can do that. Like <laughs> color can do that. Color yeah. can do that. Like color I mean, can do that. Yeah. And like, you know, just reading your newsletters that you send out and everything like that, you provide a lot of tools for your readers on, you know, how to um like dial it back to yourself and like how to nurture your soul, mm. all these things. And like color analysis is just plays like a small role in that, but there are so many other resources out there that we can lean in on to really um, nurture ourselves, you know, and to nurture the way that we view ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's nurturing your soul, your mental Mm -hmm. well-being, 
everything, everything like color analysis is another tool in my toolbox. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so that is another one. And I, I do have to do my retakes. That's what I'm going to do. Today's lighting <laughs> is really good. So it is good. It's not it's, raining for us. It's once. not raining. So I'm going to do that today and, you know, stand there in front of my phone and my kids watching me. I think that's the other part. It's like, I realized I was like, I want to take these pictures where no one's watching. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a vulnerable moment. It's it's like, this is personal. Personal. Personal yeah. space. But I honestly can't wait to see what results you get because, you know, I know everything that happens behind the scenes. And I know the color consultant who's going to be working on your file will spend mm-hmm. a lot of time and write like really detailed notes for our encourager. Yeah. Um, we have like a team of consultants and a team of encouragers, and encouragers write just like, words of affirmation that I still read like, oh like to this day where they remind us like, yeah, you know, you are beautiful just the way you are. And, you know, here are things that I noticed about you that even for myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even notice those things would be things that would be of praise, you know, yeah, or things that should be noticed. Yeah. Um, and I hope that when you do get your results, like you will walk away feeling confident and loved and supported by your creative colorful community oh my gosh I'm excited and I'm also nervous (laughs) (laughs) I would say I'm (laughs) nerve-sighted yeah I you know I I'm glad that you're doing it you know I'm so glad too so if you all are curious you need, I'll put the links in the show notes to like follow creative colorful. And I think I know there's a link to book a consult. So I'll include that on the notes. Is there anything that you would like to share more with, uh, with our audience, Kim, or shout out to creative colorful and Lindsay? Yeah, honestly, like I love working, uh, for creative colorful. I feel like Lindsay and Josh, her husband, like they are so inclusive in everything that they do. They're always thinking about others. And historically, in the color analysis world, especially back in the 80s, it really lacked diversity. And Lindsay is all about like just making sure that everyone feels included and feels mm. seen and known and loved. And so working for a business where you know that the founder is all about that just feels really good to be a part of something like that. Um, and yeah, we are like a team of 35 women and Josh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I would say that everyone puts so much heart into everything that they do. And so I'm proud to be part of it. And I hope that whoever decides to do a color analysis with us, I hope that they will walk away feeling like really good and confident in themselves too. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, you all, you got to check it out. I think that's the thing that really also sold me as just the inclusivity. Cause even if you go onto their website, you can definitely like see that and feel that energy too. So um, go and check them out, get a console. Yeah. I want to know what your colors are. I, I want to know <laughs> mine's first. But, yeah. <laughs> but Thank you so much for just being on the podcast today, Kim. It was so fun. Uh, the great conver- the great conversation. We went deep, y'all. It was. We did. You need. I had probably- to like dab those tears. Yeah. Away. You need to like rewind and like. There's some like hashtag real truth phrases there. You know, <laughs> like like 
like accept your and love your design. I, I mean, I, I'll take do the takeaways later. But um, Kim, what it what is your favorite jam or song that you like to jam to as we end? Um, so it's like probably not a song that my parents would um, be happy that I listen to. <laughs> But lately, I've been really like dialing it back to you know like early two thousands hip hop. Okay, so oh yeah, yeah, cool yeah, yeah. oh yes, oh cool uh-uh. J headsprung. Mm-hmm. Like that song just gets me going. Like I don't like exercising naturally, mm-hmm. but if I hear a cool jam, like maybe I'll walk a little bit faster. Oh yeah, walk a little. <laughs> okay, this is also a reason why Kim and I are friends because I do not exercise. I walk. Like, well, we'll, maybe, we'll walk a little faster. Maybe we'll have a little trot. Yeah, try maybe maybe up to a power walk, but I don't know. That's a little bit go. asking too much. <laughs> so LL Cool, cool J heads and the song is Headsprung. Yeah. All right. A cla- it's a classic. Yeah. All right. I'm adding it to the playlist, y'all. The playlist Bye, of all um of our guests who and their favorite jams will be on the podcast website. Nice. So um thank you for sharing that jam and thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Alrighty, friends, I hope you enjoyed learning about color analysis and its connection to our identities. Here are the main takeaways from today's episode. One, color analysis is a tool to help you embrace and celebrate your unique design. Two, you deserve to feel good about who you are and discovering your colors is another way to help feel that about yourself. Three, When you allow yourself to be you, be confident, love yourself, and belong to yourself, this energy of self-love and confidence naturally extends and positively impacts others around you. 4. If you identify as an AAPI person, you can allow yourself to do things that makes you feel good about who you are, such as treating ourselves to a color analysis and wearing colors that make us feel good. It's not vain at all. 5. Honor, embrace, and celebrate your unique design. Then have fun discovering the colors that complements your phenomenal unique design because you deserve it. And 6. Experiment, explore, and do things that are fun and be open to what life brings your way. Here are coaching questions to help you reflect on today's conversation. 1. What are your tools that help you feel good about who you are? And 2. How can you celebrate your unique design and who you were created to be? And here are questions for those of you who identify as an Asian American and Pacific Islander individual. One, what does it look like for you to deconstruct and decondition from the narratives that haven't been serving you about how you feel about yourself? And two, how can you give yourself permission to feel at home and belong to yourself as an AAPI person? Alrighty, what a fun conversation learning about color analysis and its connection to our identity. You can connect with Kim over on Instagram at Kimstagrams and learn more about color analysis on the Instagram handle at Created Colorful. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, I invite you to leave a review to let us know what your takeaways were and share this episode with another person. Thanks for listening and I can't wait to jam with you next time. Bye y'all.